welcome to Chocolate War 101, Miss Mama FM. You're hearing from the Great Chicago Chaos Radio Station. We're your hosts, Drama and Angel, having a friendly COVID podcast. This is episode three of the Chocolate, I mean, Great Chocolate Chaos. Grab your snack and enjoy. The first topic we're going to be mentioning and talking about is violence. Angel. So, um, throughout this, throughout these, um, last chapters, violence was a really big deal and there was a little bit of violence like bef- like before these chapters but like during the last chapters it was like so much more like almost like the boys got more violent with each other and one like prime example of like violence was um like during the end the Emil and Jerry they got into a boxing match and um in front of the whole school and they were like punching each other in front of like the whole school with all the students could see so um Rama what do you think about like all like this violence that happened during these chapters for me I felt like it was really intense the way that Archie really made Jerry go up there especially because he wanted to um sell the raffle tickets and I feel like I feel bad for Jerry you know and the way that Emile he was being up he had been getting a lot of applause and and they've been t- um people have been chanting like oh go die and all that and i feel like jerry when he punched email he started getting booed on all that type of stuff and i feel like it's not really a fair fight yeah i agree like everyone was like booing at jerry when he like punched Emil so like I kind of felt bad for Jerry in that in that way and also um another example of like Jerry getting like hurt was he was in the football field and um he was like doing all the plays and everything when he stopped like a guy from behind like went into him Mm -hmm. and he like tackled him down and Jerry was like sitting in pain like, he was in so much pain that he couldn't even get up for a little while. But, like, Jerry didn't even know who did it. And I feel like that was, like, very scary because, um, like, he didn't even know who in the football did it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Good bad for him. That poor dude is getting bullied, bro. <laughs> yeah. Especially, especially his mom passing away and the way that he's been, like, haunted at night by Emil and Jerry and the way that they want him to be at the football stadium and just wanting to sell those chocolates. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Jerry, he, like, he's, like, a series of unfortunate events where he decided to not sell the chocolates and everyone, even, like, Brother Leon, all the vigils, they started, like, getting up on him. So he had a really rough time at Trinity. Yeah. So then also another example of violence that doesn't include Jerry or anyone like that was in chapter seven where um Carter, he's the president of the of the vigils, but not mm-hmm. really, because like Archie is the president. It's like the main person who runs it. But anyway, during yeah. this um meeting, um Carter punched Frankie um, Rolo and Frankie was this dude that he like he like questioned Archie he like stood up to him and no one else did that and Frankie got like really angry I mean not Frankie um Carter got like really angry about this so he punched them punched him yeah because Frankie he wasn't really afraid of the visuals and they saw something in him that terrified them not really terrified but would cause this like problem in the visuals 
Yeah. So I feel like Frankie, he had a, had a lot of guts to do that, but it ended mm-hmm. in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. punched. So yeah. overall, violence in these like last few chapters was a really huge deal, and like mm-hmm. everyone's getting hurt, like Jerry's getting hurt, Frankie's getting hurt, and the one thing that I noticed was that like the people who were standing up to the school and who were standing up to the visuals. They're the ones who end up getting hurt. Yeah, the connection between Jerry and Frankie, you know? Yeah. They both got hurt for really opposing against visuals. Since we're talking about violence and being in this ring and doing box, I'm being, boxing between Jerry and Emil and the violence that's happening be- between them two, it reminds me of the massive genocide, the ethnic cleansing of Palestine where there's an apartheid going on. And this is the type of topic that I've also mentioned in our second podcast. And this is a major, major issue that everyone needs to know of because they have been suffering for 73 years. We have suffered for 73 years in order for us to have our human rights back, in order for us to have our land back. And the way that I first explained it is how Jews, they didn't really have a home the way that they have been controlled by the Nazis. And as Europe didn't want them, they came to where the UK, who are supposedly not supposed to um, engage in, told us that, oh, we're going to give you this land, aka Palestine, and go and live there. And as Jews came, us Palestinians, we welcomed them. Our ancestors welcomed them to our homes. And so, little by little, they started to take over those homes. They've um, kicked out Palestinians. They've done so many things to us. And that led to the Nakba, which I also mentioned, which means the catastrophe of the Palestinians moving out of their homes, being expelled from their homes. They're they're being moved to a different place many many of those palestinians moved to different locations in palestine such as in the west bank and that made um israelis which are known as israelis want to take more of our land they don't want peace they didn't want peace with us from the first place they wanted our land they wanted the oil they wanted a home which they did was to hurt us they didn't they didn't care about us from the start They've shot us, women, children, and men. Many people have lost their lives, and we are fighting for our human rights back. We are fighting for our freedom. What we Palestinians are doing is fighting back. We are fighting back in order for us to have our land. We are fighting back in order for us to have our rights. We are fighting back in order for us to have our belongings back. What we are doing is standing up for ourselves and getting our what belongs to us, our houses that were taken away from us, our houses that were, that were demolished, that's what we're taking back. We aren't just simply letting go. We're not giving up no matter how hard it is. What we do as Palestinians, we don't give up. We keep going. And Hamas is not a terrorist group. Israel sees it as a terrorist group. Why? It's because... They are scared from it. They are scared from what Hamas might do to them. That's their perspective. For our perspective, our perspective as Palestinians, 
Hamas is defending our land. What Hamas is doing is to protect the Gaza people. But why they attacked back is because of what Israel has been doing to us Palestinians. The way they have been killing Gaza. The way that have the way that they destroyed Gaza, Gaza in twenty twelve, where they've killed so many people. And what they're doing now for the past eleven days of nonstop missiles and killing innocent children, Hamas is simply just reacting back and giving back what they have done to us. And Hamas is simply just defending Gaza, defending the, our land when nobody else could. And that's what Hamas really is. We are not, we're not violent, we're not evil. We're just simply human beings who want human rights who want our freedom and basically have a land just like anyone else would this is what's happening the massive genocide of palestine for the past 73 years wow thank you so much rama for sharing sharing to us and making yourself vulnerable to tell us what is happening in palestine right now this is a very tough subject and we hope to see this conflict get resolved soon i cannot imagine like how these people are feeling living every single day in fear this is a very sad subject so now let's shift gears into the analysis of these characters in the later chapters now let's jump in So the first character we're going to talk about is Frankie Rollo. Rollo. He's the type of person who was given an assignment and he was not afraid to speak against Archie and the visuals. Because Archie asked for um, Frankie's name, but then Frankie responded, Come on, Archie. You know my name. Why are you asking? And Archie didn't like the way that he talked bad at him. And that made the visuals think like, Oh, if he's talking back to us, that must mean something. That must mean that he's going to cause harm with us and it's going to bring us down to our townfall. So um, Carter punched Frankie and he probably fainted and was wounded a lot. So people from the visuals took him out from the meeting and the assignment. So that's who Frankie Rollo is. He was not afraid to speak against Archie and the people on the visuals and he's new to the book and so that's who Frankie is and talking about Archie Archie throughout this chapter he still remained the same like the evil person with this immense power but he shows much more of this immense power through his plans and knowing how to work under pressure that no one would be able to do I mean there are few people who would but the way that Archie made um, Jerry come into the ring and the way that they fought each other and um, not fought each other but Jerry and Emil and the, the way that Archie didn't do anything about it and didn't really care what was going on with Jerry and didn't think like oh he's human too and I don't want to do that to him and so this is who Archie is he shows more of the person that he is from the inside and the next person we're going to talk about is Emile. I feel like in this chapter, we, I mean, these chapters, we've seen a lot about Emile. The way that he haunted um, Jerry at night. The way that he punched him. The way that he showed his skills. He just shows that he's an animal. Like a fierce 
wild animal and he became much more violent and the way that he just wanted to fight with someone such as jerry and this is who imal is like he's a human being he has feelings he has like he wants to do something like anyone else would but he's just the type of person who fought others in the book who didn't really like jerry why is because he refused to do the things that he's supposed to do and that's who imal is he's just a typical bully so to continue on to what rama said now we're gonna look at like jerry and his analysis and these like later chapters of the book so he's like basically the same he like he never like gave in and said that he was going to sell the chocolates he like literally stood his ground and um but as a result of this as a result of him like standing his ground and not like selling chocolates no matter what like the school hated him like before the school was like an awesome actually because they're like oh if this freshman can not sell chocolates why can't i but now after like archie and the vigils get involved the boys are like they hate jerry because they're wondering why is he the only one who's not selling anything but we have to we have to sell these stuff like we need answers why is he not selling anything and so for carter so we actually like he didn't have such a major part in like the in the like earlier chapters because like he was just like kind of a side character he really didn't do anything we just knew that he was just like a jock and he was like president of the of um the vigils but in these chapters he um he punched frankie rollo and frankie he was like standing up to archie and like he was like questioning archie's authority and like and he was questioning archie's authority and archie like literally was like he was like he was like stunned because no one has done that before so like carter got like really angry about like um frankie like um questioning the visuals and the and the and the school so he um punched um frankie and he punched frankie really hard like frankie like went straight to the ground and um so we have goober now let's talk about goober goober he's like the one true fan to jerry like when all the other when all the other like boys in the school they like turned on turned on jerry he was still there but like he's not he's not like a um like a true true friend because he like even though he didn't like participate in like any of the stuff to make jerry feel like make like make jerry's life miserable he still didn't stand up to it he didn't stand up to um like stand up to the vigils he didn't like stand up to the vigils like doing bad things to jerry he just like observed and in my opinion that's even worse because you're just like seeing that you're seeing these people do horrible things to your friend but you're not just sitting there but he was literally like the only friend that jerry had and now let's talk about brother leon and um in my opinion he became like worse like i didn't even think he could get worse but he like literally got worse like every single chapter i read i like hated him even more and the one thing that really shocked me was that like when um jerry and imal was fighting like in the they were like boxing like brother leon saw the whole thing 
he was like sitting in the background he was like all the way in the back and he saw the whole thing and he didn't do anything to stop it he didn't like he saw that jerry was like um getting hurt and like he was like he was in so much pain but brother leon did not do anything so and um in my opinion it's like uh it's like a job of a teacher to like stand up or like break anything like break or like break up anything if they see anything like bad that's going on with the student like if they say like two students fighting like i think a teacher should do everything in their power to like break up that fight but like brother leon did not do anything and, and i think he did this because like he had like revenge in mind for jerry because like he didn't even though he didn't say anything to jerry like um like, he didn't say anything to Jerry when he refused to sell the chocolates. Like, Brother Leon, he had this, like, he had revenge in his mind because, like, Jerry was the only one refusing to sell the chocolates. And he had this revenge, like, pitted in his mind. But he didn't act upon it. He literally didn't do anything to Jerry. But um, when he saw Jerry getting hurt by Imal in front of the whole school, he didn't stop it. Because I feel like he did, he did this because he wanted to see Jerry get hurt. He wanted to see that Jerry was, um, Jerry was, Jerry was, like, getting the consequences for not selling the chocolates. So, overall, all the characters basically stayed the same. Um, some got even worse. Oh, things escalated so quickly. I feel bad for Jerry. Like, I thought he was going to be, like, this mafia leader, like, taking over Jerry and all the visuals and become, like, this superhero. But it's not expect it's not what we expected it to be. Well, it is what it is, you know. Now moving on to our next topic. Good things don't always happen. Reality is it's not the fairy tale you expected it to be. Okay, so we're gonna talk about how like the things that we wish for is not always what we get. Like the outcome can be like really bad. So both Rama and I we thought like at the end of this book, like Jerry was gonna be this um like this hero because he refused to sell mm-hmm. the chocolates and so like he was standing up to their system and so we all thought like at the end that he was going to become like a hero and everyone would like him and all the girls would like have a crush on him but that was literally like the opposite <laughs> yeah the the reason why we thought that jerry was going to be like the superhero is because when he like decided not to sell the chocolates at the beginning of like the book or like middle um everyone started praising him and everyone was like oh like why didn't you sell it and they weren't gonna sell it because jerry didn't and he they thought they um they don't need to but as soon as the sales has gone down and people individuals and archie wanted to sell those chocolates people were like why aren't you doing your part? We're selling the chocolates, but why aren't you? And that made us think that, oh, this is going to be like the fall of Jerry. And that's why we've had that, me and Angel had had that perspective. Yeah, because like in the beginning, everyone, all these guys were like, oh, if Jerry's not selling it, I'm not going to sell it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then like once like Archie and like all the rituals got involved and like, they told the boys to sell it. All the other boys got mad at Jerry because he was the only one not, like, selling anything. And, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, one other example that, like, um, that doesn't involve the visuals or, like, Archie or anything like that was, like, Jerry. Um, Like, one time Jerry was, like, walking to the bus station and he saw this girl and the girl smiled at him. He was like, wow, 
wow, she, like, smiled at me. Oh, my God, I'm gonna, <laughs> she's going to be my girlfriend and all that. <laughs> so, like, she, <laughs> he found out her name. Her name was Alan. So, he came home that day, and, like, he looked at the phone book, and he called the numbers, and he finally found Alan. And, like, um, he called Alan up, and he was, like, he was going to say how he felt about her, or, like, he was going to introduce himself. But, like, Alan, like, the Alan's like um reaction was like totally not what Jerry expected because she was like really mean and she called him like ew are you a stalker or something and she said like really mean things about him and she's like she even guy's name <laughs> yeah like I want to like think about it like why would Ellen be mean towards Jerry especially when um she thought it was someone else known as Danny and I feel like a lot of people were trying to hook her up and she's got tired of people's um pranks and calls you know and I feel like that's why she declined Jerry and not wanting to like you know like yeah I get what you mean like she was, like, thinking, like, Jerry was, like, someone else, and he was not. So, yeah, like, yeah. talks to us, like, Jerry, he had, like, the courage to, like, stand up, like, to call her and, like, say his, like, feelings to her, but, like, it ended up in, like, straight denial. So, we could, like, Jerry was, like, brave enough. He has, like, all this, like, quality traits, but, like, mm-hmm. literally in the end, it, like, does not work out in his favor he keeps getting rejected he keeps on getting hurt yeah but let's give jerry a pause because applause because like he used to be like the shy reluctant dude but he had the courage to like call her i feel like that's really brave so i'm just gonna give him like a big (laughs) applause yeah he was really brave and like i applaud him for that but like it did not end up in the way that we expected to end Mm -hmm. up Okay, so now, um, so both of us thought, me and Rama thought that, like, Archie was for sure going to get in trouble because he's, like, the typical school bully, and he literally, like, um, he's a school bully, and all the books we've read, like, like, all the bullies, they get in trouble, and the nerds are the ones who seem, like, who become, like, the hero or, like, the savior in a way, and, like, Archie literally did not get in any trouble whatsoever. Yeah. And so, um, Archie, so, like, during the end chapters, Archie, like, organized a boxing match between Imal and Jerry, and, like, Jerry ended up getting really hurt, and, like, did you say he had, like, a fracture in his jaw or something? Yeah, a fracture. Yeah, so he got really hurt and ended up going to a hospital in an ambulance, and, like, literally, Jerry did not get in any trouble, he, like, um... I mean, Archie didn't get in any trouble. Oh, yeah, sorry. Archie did not get in any trouble. He, like, Brother Jacos, he, like, called him up to, like, scold him, but literally, like, nothing happened. And because Brother Leon came to his rescue and, just, and he told Brother Jacos, like, boys will be boys and, like, just let them be. Yeah. So, like... Uh, Archie will get his payback or she will get his punishment someday i hope so and yeah. brother leon we both hate brother leon right of course yeah he's like a teacher bully like he like <laughs> buys off like the students which is so like immoral because like why is a teacher like bullying his students right he needs to pick someone on his on his own size 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, all these events, like, that happen in these chapters tell us that, like, everything is not what you seem, and the world doesn't always, like, end up in a positive way. So, Rama, do you have anything? No, you perfectly explained it. Thank you guys so much for stopping by and taking time out of your day to listen to our weird and heartful podcast. We just wanted to let you know this is our last podcast in this um series, and we both of us had a really great time, like explaining what happened in the book and like connecting all the themes in in the book to real life. So we thank you from the bottom of our heart for listening. And so you can listen to our podcast anywhere on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And so don't forget to follow us on Instagram at gray underscore chocolate underscore KS101. It's been a wild ride and thank you so much.